You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast And welcome Network. to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, June 25th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me next Friday, next Friday afternoon, about 1 o'clock central, to get in on the action. Locker Room is changing the way we talk sports. This is Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily, lifelong at Twins fan, bringing you five days a week coverage on those Minnesota Twins. We had a conversation last night. I guess when I do this, I'm talking at you, but hopefully got you thinking last night about the uh, the managerial decisions, the offense in last night's game in the series opener with Cleveland Twins lose 4-1. to one. Of course, it's Eddie Rosario with the game-winning hit for Cleveland. Um, went into depth about Rocco's decision to walk Jose Ramirez and load the bases for Rodgers to face Eddie there. Um, talked about that, talked about the offensive ineptitude and how it's really easy to blame a bullpen and blame the management of the bullpen. Um, but it was hard for me to do last night because the offense was so bad and the offense could not could not sustain and uh, find ways to score. They just couldn't do it, and that's been a problem all year. You know, Hitting in clutch spots has been a problem all year for this club. And when we talk today on Prospect Friday, we're hoping that the guys coming up will be better in those spots, right? And I think one guy... Uh, we've talked about him every week, and I tweet about him all the time. You can follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9 for twins, a lot of twin stuff and minor league stuff. Follow the show at Lockdown Twins for both as well. Is Jose Miranda, and Miranda's been uh, absolutely amazing for Wichita, and he hasn't stopped. Over the last week, he's 14 for 26 with two doubles, three homers, three walks, and just two strikeouts. Two strikeouts over the last week, and he's 14 for 26. On the season, he's hitting 348 now. He had five hits last night. On base percentage, 415. And he's slugging 591. So his OPS is over 1,000. He's one of the best hitters, you know, in the double A Central and in really in all of double A, Jose Miranda. And I think with Miranda, it's important. He had really good contact skills. Like he's always had the ability to put bat on the ball and avoid strikeouts and walk a little bit. And he's, he's a little bit of a free swinger. But this year, you've seen him add just ridiculous power, and he's only 22 years old. He'll be he'll be 23 uh, in four days. He'll turn 23. Um, I'm really excited about him. Drafted in the second round in 2016, the last draft of the Terry Ryan regime. Jose Miranda was selected, and uh, only 22. Like he'll be 23, and you already see this massive power that he has uh, has just been amazing this year. 12 homers, eight doubles, walk rates 8.3 Strikeout rate's the lowest in the league at 10%. Jose Miranda, I mean, there's not much more to say about how amazing he's been. He just continues to do it. You know, you think he's cooling off, and you see a couple of games where he's 1 for 4 or 0 for 4, and then all of a sudden, like, he puts together a week like this and maybe his best week of the season, going 14 for 26 with five extra base hits. Jose Miranda is uh, by far this year the minor league hitter of the year for the Twins. Another guy who's heating up. Guy I'm excited about, first-round pick in 2020, Aaron Sabato out of uh, North Carolina. I talk about Sabato a good amount because I do believe in the power, and I believe in his bat long-term. In the last week, he went 5-for-18 with two doubles. He walked seven times compared to seven strikeouts. I think you're going to see a really professional approach from him throughout the minors. He's still only hitting 189, but it's looked a lot better as of late. His on-base percentage is 388, and he's slugging 304. Three homers on the season. Want to see more. But I think once he, um, you know, tunes up his swing and starts to crush fastballs in the zone, you're going to see those slugging numbers go up in the OPS. I think he's going to be a high OPS guy. He's walked 45 times, struck out 65 times this year. So maybe the three true outcomes type of player. 
but I think he will, uh, you know, he'll hit doubles, he'll hit homers, and he's going to walk a ton throughout uh, the minors. He's already doing that. You'd like to see a little bit more out of his bat, but he has a nice week going five for 18. Another guy we talk about all the time is Josh Winder, right-handed pitcher at Wichita. And Winder was one of the guys in this offseason that was, you know, pointed out because he had gained velocity along with Matt Cantorino. And both those guys came out of the gates just crushing. Guys who already had great command and then adding fastball velocity and adding velocity to all their pitches and, and really refining their pitches and coming out and dominating. Cantorino at high A and then um, Winder at double A. And he's just continued. I mean, the last week, 13 innings pitched in two starts, 1.38 ERA, 15 strikeouts, just two walks. Josh Winder on the season has thrown 54 and two-thirds innings. That leads the league. 1.98 ERA leads the league. 31% strikeout rate. He leads the league in strikeouts and just a 4.8% walk rate. Josh Winder. And he's not doing this at Fort Myers, folks. He's doing this at Double A in Wichita. Uh, he's been absolutely terrific. I watched his start, some of it last night. He was touching 96 in the sixth inning. Like He's got legitimate velocity. His curveball, he can spot it up anywhere in the zone. He's still working on that changeup. I asked him about that um, a week or two ago. Still working on that change, but, I mean, clearly can can get outs. I mean, he uh, he's looked so, so good for Wichita. And arguably, the win search have the two best players in the league, in Jose Miranda and Josh Winder. And some guys have a higher OPS, very few. I think Miranda's third in OPS. But just in terms of every night giving you quality at-bats and giving you offensive production there's really been no one in the league better than jose miranda and uh winder leads like every prominent pitching category innings pitched era and strikeouts he's uh he's the guy and he's been the best starter in the league this year i mean it's really exciting it's exciting because it's time to start seeing these pitching prospects i agree and and it's important for Derek falvey and thad levine their prospects to come up uh, and it's important to to fill that rotation and feel like you have guys you can fill the rotation with in 2022 and 2023. Let's look at some more really nice performances over the last week, and then we'll look at the bad over the last week as well because I don't want to ignore you know, maybe tough things that have happened in the system. But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today's episode of Locked On Twins is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free long cut and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches, nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code Locked On. Just $1 and free shipping if you use the code Locked On at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew, fullyloadedchew.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball are all in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline's your online sportsbook experts. With Major League Baseball, there's action every single day. Use that promo code Locked On. You'll get 50% off on your first deposit or 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Excuse me. Thank you, BetOnline, for sponsoring Locked On and for sponsoring Locked On Twins. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert, the fastest and easiest way. Use promo code Locked On. Gabriel Maciel. Uh, I've watched him for a couple years now. He's in Cedar Rapids at high A, and the last week he went 5 for 16 with a triple and a homer. Uh, Maciel is a more contact-oriented. Like he, The power hasn't shown up. He's got a small frame, but hit a monstrous homer, I think, two nights ago for Cedar Rapids, a grand slam. Uh, over the last 10 games, Maciel is hitting 344 with a 900 OPS. He's slugging 500. So we'll see if he can continue to um, hit and hit for power. Speaking of power, Brent Rooker over the last week went 8 for 18. Seven of those hits were for extra bases, four doubles and three home runs. On the season, uh, or excuse me, in the last 19 games for the St. Paul Saints, Brent Rooker's hitting 281 with an OPS of 1,090, slugging 688 with 12 extra base hits over his last 19 games. I think it's going to be time soon. I mean, we know Rooker's crushed AAA in his minor league career, but this is uh, this is a lot more than he did even in 2019 when he was great at Rochester. He's, uh, he's crushing the ball, and he's making a case to be called back up just to give the Twins a little bit more right-handed power in that lineup. I think Rooker's going to get an extended look and probably going to get an extended look even more when Nelson Cruz is potentially traded at the deadline. I think you're going to see Rooker um, you know, get that chance again for the Twins. It hasn't gone as planned this year at the big league level, but I'm still a believer in Brent Rooker's bat. I still, you know, I've ranked him. I've dropped him considerably on the prospect list. Some of that's just because guys like Winder and, and Miranda have shot up and Edward Julian in Fort Myers. But it's also because I did lose a little bit of faith. I still am a believer. And when you look at these minor league numbers, especially over the last 19 games, it, it does help you believe that there is a huge power bat there, a guy who's going to walk a lot, hit a lot of homers, similar to Aaron Sabato in a way, you know, big right-handed power bats. And I still think Rooker can be a positive bat at the big league level. Still working on the defense. I know that was a huge concern, a big reason why Kyle Garlick made the team over him, I think, out of spring training. But I think Rook's a guy, knowing now, I think he's going to be 27 this year if he's not already, understanding that, you know, next time he gets called up and and whether it's an extended look or not, he needs to do something. You know, he needs to produce and and show up for the Twins and, and try to cement himself in the future you know, the future plans for the Twins in their outfield and at DH. How nice would it be if Rooker came up, and he was great last year in, in a very limited sample before Zach Plezak broke his, his uh, wrist with a pitch. What, how cool would it be if he came up and really just, uh, you know, cemented himself? Because the Twins have an open DH spot next year. I've said, I'll say continuously, and I've said it, I think they'll keep that spot open next year because they've had so many injuries, and that doesn't guarantee you anything to shuffle guys in and out of that spot. But I think Rocco enjoyed having that open, you know, it sucks that Nelly was hurt. He's, he's probably, the, I mean, he is their best hitter right now without Byron Buxton. But uh, I think Rocco, when, when Nelly sits, I think he enjoys, and, and really it's kind of a relief to cycle guys through that DH spot. And you could see Brent Rooker putting himself in that conversation next year against left-handed pitching to be cycled through, uh, even in the outfield, but mostly that DH is open. And you could even see, given the cost too, that Rooker could um, 
you know, if he could vault himself over Miguel Sano, I mean, that's that would be great for him too. Play a little first base potentially, but just be that next right-handed bat. And I think he's showing at AAA that uh, he deserves another look, and I'm excited about about Brent Rooker. The bad in the system, I mean, this is kind of a mixed uh, situation for Yuan Duran. He's, the bad news is he's going to be shut down five to six weeks with an elbow injury. But the good news is that there's going to be no immediate surgery on that elbow. Uh, this is something to watch. You know, with a guy who throws 100, and he's a big boy, but throws 100, you're always going to watch the elbow, the shoulder. Um it's something to watch, certainly, when he gets back and over the next couple of years if Yohan Duran has continuous elbow problems. And, uh, you know, I guess it's been recommended that he just be shut down and, and he doesn't need surgery right now. So that's a good and a bad thing. It's a bad thing because it, it's, you know, really decreases the chances that you'll see him pitch for the Twins this year. I think when he comes back, he'll probably just finish up with the Saints, excuse me, and then go into the offseason. Um, potentially the Twins thinking that he could make a good impression in spring training and then come out of spring training uh, perhaps in the rotation. I still have hopes that he can do that, but this certainly sets that back a little bit. Jordan Balazovic, uh, not injured, which is good, like a lot of these prospects, pitching prospects, but over his last, uh, or in his last start, four and a third, he went 10 hits, six runs, six earned runs, three strikeouts. He's got an 8.44 ERA over his last three starts, Jordan Balazovic. One good start sandwich in the middle, but uh, over the last three, not good. And he's going to pitch tonight. For Wichita, so we'll see how he bounces back. But that's another thing. I mean, you either have an injury step back or you have a uh, performance step back. And I think with Jordan Balazovic, if he would have, if he, you know, still can, if he pitches well at Double A, I think there's a chance he moves up quickly given the prospect status. You know, given that he is a top pitching prospect, he could be moved up to Triple A quickly, and then you know, in Minnesota by September potentially. But not if he's pitching like this. You know, not if he's getting crushed. At double A, you don't want to put him into a, a bad situation up here. So that's something to monitor, something to watch. Balazovic, I'll be watching uh, his starts closely to see if he's given us, uh, you know, better starts and, and more things to be excited about with him right now. But I'm still, I mean, 95, 96 with the fastball, great command. He's a bulldog. He's fun to watch. I mean, he's got a bunch of presence on the mound. He's another big guy. Um, but it's not good for either of the top two pitching prospects for the Twins that Duran shut down and Balazovic is getting. Uh, blasted a little bit here recently. Cole Sands, another top pitching prospect for the Twins, placed on the seven-day injured list, undisclosed. So I still don't think they've said why he was placed on the injured list. But uh, hopefully Cole Sands is back soon and, and healthy for Wichita as well. But that's a nasty rotation. Chris Valamont's been good for them. He came over in the Sergio Romo deal two years ago. Balazovic, Sands, you know, Valamont, Winder, that's a good rotation if, if those guys are on and, and healthy. Um and we'll see how uh, how Sands, if he can come back quickly as well. But there's your minor league uh, prospect Friday. I know there's some others. Trey Cabbage has been really good. You know, um, there's been some other really good performances. Jermaine Palacios has, has cooled down a little bit for Wichita, but that's a good team they have. The Windsurge have a good team. Uh, let's talk more about the, the four minor league teams and what we've kind of seen this year from them after the break. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, 
you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront. Instead, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownMLB. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar has 12 original flavors, but they've added six new flavors as well. And these improved Built Bars are even deliciouser. Plus, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, full of protein, full of fiber, and great for a keto diet. And the peanut butter bar, only five grams of net carbs for a type 1 diabetic like me, that is huge. Plus, right now, Bill Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch, so listen closely. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you also get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. My favorite flavors include the coconut almond, the peanut butter, the banana bread. Use promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. So we'll start with Fort Myers, low A, moving the mighty muscles going from high A to low A this year. They've been winning ball games, and it's interesting because they don't have a great offense. Keone Cavaco was in the middle of that lineup with Aaron Sabato. Um, Julian's helped a lot, Eduardo Julian, but they just don't have a great offense, and, and they've, you know, the pitching staff is a little suspect as well, but they've been winning a lot of ball games. Um, I don't think that's a great team that they have there in Fort Myers and, and Sabato and and Cavaco in the middle of that lineup are, are the guys that you watch. But, um, you know, they've been finding a way to win a little bit. And then at high A, Cedar Rapids, the Colonels, longtime affiliate. Um, you know, I think the middle of their order with Wander Javier, and, and they're really missing Matt Walner, who I think is their best hitter. But they have some other really nice, uh, you know, hitters in that lineup. Spencer Steer is really solid. They have... Um, you know, Seth Gray, a left-handed third baseman who's got some big power. So they have a good top of the lineup. They're hurting without Walner, um, but now they're getting some production out of Maciel as well. And, and they lost Cantorino, which sucks, but hopefully he's back soon. It sounds like he's starting to ramp up Matt Cantorino, who was just dominant for them earlier this year. Wichita is the best team, I think, and it's hard not to think that because usually the best prospects are at double a you know like the the higher end prospects will be at double a but they just have a lot of good players i mean miranda palacios in that lineup and then you go to the pitching staff i mentioned a really tough rotation with sans balazovic winder i mean that's a valamont that's a tough tough rotation austin schulfer has been decent this year um they've been tough i mean the the wind surge i think are the most electric team in the system and then the saints at the top the Saints, it's always going to be, I mean, now that they're the, the affiliate of the Twins, it's going to be an interesting club every year and a very different club every year because you're going to see a lot of guys that the Twins signed as waiver wire pickups over there, the Ian Hamiltons, the Ian Jabos, you know, those type of guys. 
but they still have some really good players in that lineup too. You know, they have some some former major leaguers uh, in that lineup, and it's fun. I mean, it'll be fun to see Balazovic get up there, Winder get up there, and we'll go over to St. Paul and see some games. Uh, but Brent Worker's been been good for them. They lost Ryan Jeffers to the Twins, of course, and he was hitting the ball really well for them as well. But I think the Saints are going to see guys move more often than any other club, just given the, um, you know, what kind of happens at AAA. And, and now that they're close, I think you're going to see, like, relievers moving in and out of there a lot more than you might see in A or single A. That's just the way that it works. But I think this year I've been most impressed with, I mean, Miranda and Winder, it's hard not to be at A for the wind surge. And they're, they're the most intriguing team to me because they have Balzavic because they have these pitching prospects. And right now, I think a lot of the focus for me and for Twins fans is when you think about 2022 and beyond, you ask yourself, do they have what it takes to rebuild this rotation? And Matt Brown tweeted this the other day, and I thought about it. And if you keep Barrios and you keep Maeda, I think a huge question is what's Maeda going to give you? Like what can you expect from him next year? Is he a number one or is he a number three, four? Is he, you know, is he kind of cooked? I don't, I don't know what you can expect from him right now and so watching him closely this weekend and, and moving forward I think is an important thing for the twins but if you have Brios and Maeda you can always re-sign Pineda there's your top three and then you can just all you really need at that point is one more good minor league pitcher to come up and make an impact and it could be Winder it could be Balzavic it could be Duran if he can stay healthy it could be one of those guys and then you can you can have Dobnak start as your fifth or um you know sign sign someone to be your fifth starter and all of a sudden the rotation looks decent again because i think people forget that this rotation was supposed to be good coming into the year you know it's the best top three i think the twins have, have had in a long time with maeda barrios and pineda and maybe that says a little bit more about where the twins pitching has been but on a national scale like expected to have a good pitching staff this year um and it just didn't work out that way maeda crumbled a little bit pineda's been on and off the il Brios has been really solid, and then their fourth and fifth starters were so bad that it kind of clouded anything that was good in the rotation. So it, it un, unraveled in a way, but I think my hope is that they can put this thing back together rather quickly. But a key to that is watching these minor league guys at the high high levels. You know, the Winders, uh, the Durans, the Balzovics, the Sands. You want to watch these guys and see if they can fill a fourth or a fifth starter spot next year for the twins and really make an impact for them because that's key because you have other spots you need to fill. They're going to have to, you know, sign more bullpen arms. They're going to have to get a short stop. They're going to have to get more than just rotation. So you can't invest way too much into the rotation and then have huge gaping holes elsewhere. You see what happens when you have holes in the bullpen, when you have a hole at shortstop offensively this year, hint, hint, Andrelton Simmons, you got to find better. You know, you got to, you got to invest in, in various parts of the roster and it can't all go into the rotation you need guys to come up and you need guys to make an impact from the prospect pool and that's why i'm watching winder so closely and watching um, balazovic so closely at double a um, specifically thanks for listening today have a great day go twins twins have uh, cal quantrill tonight in the second game of the series with cleveland we'll have a post game of the whole weekend next monday on locked on twins thanks for joining me today for po- prospect friday we're going to continue to do this let me know if there's anything else you want me to talk about on Fridays with these prospects. I, I like that I had a chance to go over the teams today, just like basics, what's what's going on with the four teams in the system. Every day, TwinsDaily.com has a minor league report. So if you're eating up this minor league stuff with the way the Twins season has been going, go over to TwinsDaily.com every night to read the minor league report. Mine's on Sundays. Would love for you to read mine Sunday nights and, and see what happened in the final games of those series in the minor leagues. But go check that out and then go to twinsdaily.com just uh, for all your twins and, and minor league needs. 
the grind doesn't stop based on the record. I mean, Twins Daily is still pumping out awesome stuff every day. Go check it out and uh, come back. Let's talk Twins. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend and go Twins.